Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. When he's sticking you and taking all your money. Give me the loot, give me the loot. 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 So this hip-hop mayor, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is making the rounds today with a big uh, <laughs> pillowcase going from party to party where they're raising the roof for his 63rd birthday. And he's basically saying, give me the loot. Give me the loot. And he is lip-syncing Biggie Smalls rap words degenerate that he was. Along with his running partner, Hockey Jeffries, who, uh, whenever he's speaking from the floor of the House, as he says, soon to be Speaker of the House when the Democrats are once again back into the majority in Congress. Uh, all they do is they, they throw rap lines of Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls, who advocated in his rap, said, hey, I was selling crack to pregnant women. Yeah, Biggie, high five. We went to Lachlan High School. His mother worked hard, single mother. Worked multiple jobs and sent him to Catholic school. You know, that was the school of Rudy Giuliani. It was also the school of Tish James. Well, one was good, one was bad. And Biggie Smalls. And are you aware, uh, Justin, that Biggie left Lachlan? He didn't get kicked out. Because he wanted to go to Westinghouse, downtown, the vocational public high school, so we could hang out with Jay-Z and the homies, right? I mean, he didn't get kicked out like me out of Brooklyn Prep. He left, and he broke his mother's heart. But anyway, Eric Adams is making the rounds today of all the restaurants, all the clubs, because he's the mayor of the nightlife. That's really the only thing he has done as mayor. He spent most of his time in nightlife establishments, doesn't ever pay the bills, hangs out with known felons, which he couldn't do as a cop, although he did it with Mike Tyson. Could have lost his badge and his gun and his status. But what the hell? He says he's mentoring these thugs and thugettes. So tonight... He's, he's, man, he's collecting that loot. Remember, he started out a Saturday ago, and he was in Martha's Vineyard for a fundraiser with the Black Elite. They all descend on Martha's Vineyard. Larry David and company there, they, you know, make nice with the homeboys, homegirls. Very wealthy. Barack, uh, Michelle Obama, Spike Lee, 40 Acres and a Mule. And they had a... They had a fundraiser scheduled amongst the Black Elite for Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, but... He didn't like the fact that he was putting black people in the back of the line in the queue and taking care of migrants and prioritizing them. That's right. The black elite said to Eric Adams, we're not, we're not going to come to the fundraiser. We're not contributing to you. Because we noticed that most of the regular Americans in the shelter systems of New York City, African Americans, Most of the homeless are, most of the emotionally disturbed, many of them are veterans, some of them have alcohol, drug-related problems. You're You're not taking care of them. You're putting them to the back of the line and at the front of the queue are the illegal aliens. So they canceled the fundraiser. 
But then, of course, sucker white people out in the Hamptons last Saturday, they couldn't lie. I mean, they were like knee deep, throwing mad money, mad money at Eric Adams, who in the back of his head is going, look at these crackers. They line up, give me money because they scratch my belly. They want me to scratch theirs, but they're crackers. The only thing good about them is that their checks don't bounce. We don't have to run to the bank right away. We don't have to go to the check cashing uh, joint because uh, their checks will bounce. But anyway, that gets us up to snuff in terms of everything that is surrounding Eric Adams' 63rd birthday today. I don't wish him a good birthday I wish that he gets ready because I'm coming at him round two. I got to save the city. I am the mayor in exile on the island of Manhattan, the way Napoleon was on the island of Elba. And this guy is tanking the city. So yesterday he was at Foley Square. I want to commend the people who were there who were heckling him. Quite a few hecklers, man. There's no way he can go any longer that he doesn't get heckled. And he started talking about how the illegal aliens should have an easy pass to be able to work because that's the American dream. Imagine if that right was stripped away from you. I don't care if you were the early Irish, early Italians, uh, the early Jews, the early Japanese, the early, the early, the early. No matter who you are, where you came from, you came here to pursue the American dream. Uh, Justin, who is the early, 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 early? By the way, there weren't that many Japanese here. It's mostly Chinese. You cannot say Chinese because in the last mayoral election, I was the first Republican mayoral candidate to win the Asian vote. So that's stuck in his crawl. Like, oh, man. Japanese, Japanese uh, in World War II, they put him in internment camps. Does he not realize that, Justin? You think he could make some notes to uh, Sid uh, Rosenberg's former... Fair with a friend, Eric Adams, maybe send that. Because I know you have his phone number. Uh, send the notes. Japanese internment camps, World War II. Irish, you mentioned Irish. When they first came over, Irish need not apply. You should look at the wanted uh, ad section of the New York Times. It actually said, if you're Irish, if you're Roman Catholic, need not apply. Then the Chinese, before the Civil War, They had come over in droves to build the railroads to do the work that nobody else wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, people determined those that were here, we have enough Chinese, send them back. So they actually had a act that was passed in Congress to send the Chinese back. So there's another one he's off on. Then, of course, the Italians, 1919, 1920, the Red Scare, Sacco and Vanzetti, a lot of Italians who were not involved in political activities uh, with the anarchists and the communists were swept up in Senpak. He has no idea about that. And Jews, Jews always had a tough time getting work from Gentiles. That's why they had to create their own businesses. They had to hire internally because nobody else would hire them. This guy does not know his history. It is so obvious. And while he's doing everything he can to get illegal aliens to take an easy pass, to be able to legally work, to get a permit to legally work. Remember? Remember how he stood there like a jackal, like a hyena laughing and getting a vicarious thrill by firing people, civil servants, honorable, brave civil servants who would not get the vaccine. So he wants illegals to work, but all those civil servants fired for not taking the vaccine can't get their jobs back. They lost their homes. They lost their equity. 
Many of them couldn't get jobs other places at first because they couldn't get a job in the interim while they were ultimately waiting the final decision of the mayor's office when he kept them hanging by the barest thread. Cops, firefighters, EMTs, teachers, sanitation, and, of course, the health care workers. Many who are listening now. Remember, remember in the aftermath of March of 2020, the lockdown and pandemic? Remember how we would come out at night? Remember, Justin, 7 o'clock at night, you have the pots and pans. You would applaud the health care workers because they crawled into the belly of the beast each day. Many of them never came back out, swallowed up by an, uh, the ICU or the... Uh, they were the heroes, remember? And then we made them zeros because they wouldn't take a vaccine. And this sanctimonious hypocrite who's so intellectually stupid is proud of the fact that he fired these heroes. And yet if you're an illegal alien, no vaccine, he wants you to get a job. And by the way, Thursday... 19,000 illegal alien children will be flooding into the public school system. No vaccines. How can that be? If it's your child, they have to be fully vaccinated, all the vaccinations, or they don't get into school. What a double standard. But then again, remember how he stood proudly for his homeboy, Kyrie Irving, when he made the announcement the Kyrie, it was thought Aaron Judge at that time with the Yankees, some other ball players for the Mets and the Yankees, mostly the Yankees, were not vaccinated. Remember when he proudly said there's an exemption for them, but to the rest of you hero civil servants, grovel. Either get the vaccine or you're fired. Unimaginable. We were treating our performers differently because they lived and played for home teams. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. So he carved out an exemption, even though we all know that Kyrie Irving, while with the Brooklyn Nets, was practicing with them in their training facility in Sunset Park. He just was not permitted to play home games. So cut out that special exemption. And Oh, Kyrie Irving was so grateful to his homeboy in the struggle, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. You know, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes right now trying to delegate whether or not uh, you know, one basketball player can come and play at home. Um, I appreciate uh, his comments and, and uh, his stance. I'm sure you did because he allowed you to play home games. He allowed other major league stars in baseball, Mets and Yankees, who they wouldn't name, but we believe one of them was Aaron Judge, to play home games even though they were unvaccinated. But again, to the hero, civil servants, cops, firefighters, EMT teachers, sanitation workers, but especially the health care workers that we all applauded. At night, 7 o'clock, we all came out of our houses, pots and pans. Hip, hip, hooray! These are great people. They're heroes. Some of them swallowed up into the belly of the beast, died of coronavirus, died of COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, if they wouldn't take the vaccine, they were zeros. And we targeted them. And we ostracized them. These are our fellow Americans. Some of them still can't get their jobs back. No, they've been destroyed. And then his homeboy, Kyrie Irving, stood with the black Hebrew Israelites the venomous anti-Semites that they are, 
And we're, remember, remember when Kyrie Irving would not denounce them, remember? I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Yeah, cannot be anti-Semitic if he knows where he came from. He thought of himself as a black Hebrew Israelite. And then the moment that that self-hating Jew, Mark Cuban, uh, took him over to Dallas, uh, and notice, Justin, what happened to their season afterwards, they plummeted. Uh, into the basement birth of the standings in the NBA. Self-hating Jew, Mark Cuban, originally from Pittsburgh, took him on. And what did he do the moment he left the Brooklyn Nets? He wiped clean his apology from his Instagram account. Psych! And all you Jews out there, without you, there wouldn't be NBA basketball in New York City. No, not Madison Square Garden or Barclays Center. I would say at least 80% of the tickets. Am I right, Justin? 80% of the tickets are bought by Jews who love basketball and fantasize. They actually watch the predominantly African-Americans on the court, and they imagine themselves as Kyrie Irving. Really? You should take a menorah and impale yourself. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. You know how much I hate Springsteen. They call him the boss, Freehold, New Jersey, the other side of the tracks. And then he became a Rumson one percenter, right? And then farmer Bruce Springsteen so he could write off property taxes. Well, uh, what does he have, Lou? You, you, you've been a, a roadie with groups. Says. Do you have a little homegrown there on the property? Is that why he takes the farmer's uh, exemption there? Does he grow his own crop? Was it hydroponics uh, in the basement of his McMansion there in Rumson, whatever? But the reason I'm playing this song is because um, I noticed that Bruce Springsteen hasn't taken any illegal aliens in, even to do yard work, you know, pay them under the table, no has Bon Jovi, any of these great liberals, progressives. I don't know, they seem like uh, it's New York City's problem, right? New York's problem, like uh, Jersey. Uh, Jersey is a sanctuary state, right? Yeah, that's right. In fact, it goes back to being a sanctuary state even before Shabu. El Jefe, Chris Christie. I tell you, ask Chris Christie about this when he went to Boundbrook. First attempt in campaigning for the governorship against Chipmunk Carzine, another graduate of Goldmine Sachs. I don't know why you why you folks in Jersey are masochists. Anybody is a graduate of Goldmine Sachs with a you walk in the door to buy your stock portfolio, they shake your hand, and the moment you walk out the door, they short you. So they get you coming, they get you going. Goldmine Sachs is always gonna get your money, even at their client's expense. Understand that. So we've had uh, half in the bag Murphy, who's always smashed. 
What is his claim to fame? He was a graduate of Goldmine Sachs. Corazine, graduate of Goldmine Sachs. And then you have the governor-in-waiting, as he thinks of himself, Steve Phillips, in Jersey City. What is on his resume? Graduate of Goldmine Sachs. We'll get to that momentarily. But, oh, my God, oh, the agita, the, uh, the surus, the anger coming from the Garden State. By the way, a sanctuary state, even long before Chris Christie and Chris Christie, shabu, continued with the tradition of the sanctuary state. And uh, I just want you to hear again from the White House, Corinne Jean-Pierre, I think she's from West Hempstead or Hempstead, spokesperson for the White House saying that Joe Biden, when it comes to border issues, he's the best, not like the rest. Start from the Congresswoman that the White House hasn't taken up recommendations from fellow Democrats on how to deal with this issue more through executive action or otherwise because of concerns of how Republicans might react, you would say what? I will say this. The president has done more to secure the border and to deal with this issue of immigration than anybody else. He really has. <laughs> how could she say that with a straight face? Her nose actually started to grow. I can't get out of Pinocchio. But aren't they all? Come on. You think it's just limited to Joe Biden? You think I'm one of these talk show hosts here? Hey, Trump is God. You know, like Sid this morning. Oh, idolatry. Oh, all hail Caesar. All hail Trump. Biden sucks. And it was uh, Hunter Biden's cocaine in the White House, right? That's probably going to be half the programs today at WABC. I can already, like, cognac the magnificent predict what's going to be said. That's why I'm the believer. Out with the old, out with Trump, out with Biden, in with new. We need new candidates. We're not going back to 2020. Because if Trump wins, it's going to be like Michael Corleone. We settle all scores. And if Biden wins, you know what it's going to be. A cadaver in formaldehyde. They'll probably have him in formaldehyde the rest of the four years. Because God forbid we end up with giggles. (laughs) Harris. But let me not digress. Because all of a sudden, last week, you may have remembered uh, Wrong Way, Lou Rufino, I announced that Four Dicks was now being offered up by the Biden administration to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, even though it's right in the heart of New Jersey, even though it's in Burlington, about 16 miles outside of Trenton. It's mezze, mezze, poco, poco. It's uh, really in half. It continues to be a military center. It used to be the Army base. Now it's a Army base, but they basically train National Guardsmen. And then it's a prison uh, for a lot of white-collar prisoners, crooked politicians. Uh, Joe Gannam, the crooked mayor of Bridgeport in Fairfield, Connecticut, got six, uh, seven-year term. He did it, standing up. And then the schmucks, the putzes, the pitchers, the schmendricks in Bridgeport reelected him. Yeah, he's the man, he's the man there now. <laughs> and then the first hip hop mayor, right? Kwame Kirkpatrick. 30 years before Detroit, when I met him, his mother was a congresswoman. I got along well with her. She loved the guardian angels in Detroit. I met him. I had a sit down meeting with him and. Man, he was eye-fornicating me, mad-dogging me, because he knew that I smelled corruption in the marrow of his bones. And that's what he went to jail for. Used to wear, just like Eric Adams, he had the diamond earring, a $5,000 customized suits, not off the rack. 
And he was taking a vig on the sludge in the barges that were being barged out of the city of Detroit to a landfill. He was getting a percentage of the cut. He got found guilty on multiple charges of political corruption. And he was sent to Fort Dix to do time, eventually Fort Worth. And I think Trump pardoned him uh, after he got a 30-year sentence. And then there was, oh, Cianci, uh, Buddy Cianci, the mayor in Providence who... Uh, who believed that this guy was messing around with his wife there, you know, and he used old-school old Italian style. They took him into a basement, they gave the guy a beatdown, and then they took cigarettes and they burnt him in their hands and threatened to kill him with a baseball bat. Hey, isn't that the way they do things in Providence? Then when he was sprung, he went back to Providence. Guess what? He's the number one talk show host there. Hey, see, there is life after jail. Well, look at our own Anthony Weiner. He did federal time and he's my partner on Saturdays left versus right 4 to 5. And he'll be with me Labor Day morning 6 to 10. By the way, that goal break, uh, Frank Morano's taking days off again? Again? The guy just had days off. What did he think? This is a civil servant's job because there's a holiday, he takes a day off? Guy has a nationally syndicated show. I guess he doesn't want it. Hey, if you don't want it, Frank, I'll be more than happy to do that, too. My God. What a cool brick. What a slacker. But let me get back on track. So his friend, uh, Frank Morano's friend, because as you know, he spends half his life down at the boy, God is shooting craps, losing all of his money, is Harry Hurley, who's a talk show host down at a local uh, talk radio station there. And he was telling Brian killed me earlier. The Governor Murphy, half in the bag, had no idea that the Biden administration had offered up to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, the use of the Atlantic City International Airport, which uh, you can land a 747 on. You can land a C-4 cargo container uh, airship on. And this is what Harry Hurley had to say for half in the bag Murphy, who probably was recovering from a hangover. Governor Murphy has confirmed that the White House did not contact him prior to offering Atlantic City International Airport. Yeah, of course not. And last week he didn't even respond uh, when I announced here that the Biden administration had offered to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan for dicks, because the guy is either half in the bag or he's at his villa. Oh, his villa. Do you know what that is in Italy? Do you have any idea? Justin, where that is, oh, my God, Parrano in the Umbria region between Florence and Rome. I think he paid originally as a alumni of Goldmine Sachs, 7 mil in 2000. Now it's worth $38 million. Half the time he's there, half the time he's drunk. He doesn't know what's going on. And now all of a sudden, he, who's so proud that Jersey is a sanctuary state, won't even do his part to maintain the status and this is what uh, this is what Murphy has to say to all of his critics out there. Knuckleheads, 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 knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah, I'm a knucklehead, but I'm a proud knucklehead because as a knucklehead, let me tell you something. I inform the Jersey residents, the number one listeners to WABC per capita per person since the days of the King of Talk Radio, Bob Grant who live down there in Tom's River, Manalapan. Yep, number one, second to none. So we keep them right in the loop. 
And then he was Harry Hurley again, talking about how Democrats and Republicans have come together on this issue of New Jersey. Apparently, they don't want any illegal aliens there, even though many of them come from sanctuary counties in a sanctuary state and sanctuary cities. Since everyone is against it, you would hope, I know hope's not a strategy, Brian, you interview generals all the time, but is my hope that the president would say, well, okay, this is an area, I sent 11, we're not going here, but Brian, I don't want this in the other 10. Oh, he doesn't want illegal aliens anywhere in New Jersey, so I, I, I need you please to open up the um, the portal for um, flip-flop, uh, whatever the hell your name is, I, I, I forget, you know, you just Pr- get... Proudly of New Jersey, James Flip. Oh, that's right, Bloomfield. So I need you to check to see, because this guy, Harry Hurley, is like he's a spokesperson for half in the bag, Murphy. Mm-hmm. I've got my pen right here. Who, by the way, uh, can't even uh, hold a press conference on this, right? He's like so smashed. First off, how do we know what the boo, you know, the guy with the boo, who Cory Booker, we really think that he's opposed to this? Uh, could you find out from Cory Booker? Now, we know that the corrupt, most corrupt U.S. senator of all the corrupt U.S. senators uh, up uh, on the Hill in Washington, D.C., Bobby Menendez, who, again, is probably going to be indicted by the U.S. attorney of the Southern District for his corruptive ways. We know if they were Cubans, he'd want them all. If they were Haitians, he'd say send them back. Okay, but find out from him. Okay, so both senators, you want to know if they, both senators. how they feel about the AC plan. That's right. And then also, remember, Asbury Park is officially a sanctuary city, as is Camden. What the hell? No illegal alien wants to go to Camden. <laughs> East Orange, they don't want to go there. Oh, Steve Fulop, Jersey City, won't take his fair share. Linden, New Brunswick, Newark. Who the hell would want to go to Raj Baraka land? There are more criminals than people there. They don't want to go there. North Bergen, Plainfield, Trenton, which is Blood City, Trenton. There are more bloods than people there. And Union City, the former stomping ground of uh, Bobby Menendez, the crooked U.S. senator who was the crooked mayor there before he went on to become congressman. And now the evil seed, uh, his son. Uh, is the congressman there? So can you can you get all that information? Can you do your best, uh, Jim uh, Flippin? Yeah, you said Plainfield, right? That was one of them in there. Oh, of course, Plainfield. Okay. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, they're very liberal, very progressive. Except when it actually comes time to take illegal aliens from New York City, how about a hundred apiece? Is that too much to ask Steve Fulop of Jersey City? Okay. Hey, take a hundred. A hundred. Take a hundred. Okay. Well, what's wrong? No, this and no, not one. We don't have the money. Well, then drop the mantra of being a sanctuary city, sanctuary state. There's no laws that say that. It's like a proclamation. And then again, we have more than enough people who want to take them, like that Stunad in White Plains right now, George Latimer, the county executive. You know, he's saying, give me your tired, give me your pool, but I'm not going to put them in the rich areas of Westchester. You think Scarsdale? Hell no. Armonk, no. Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America, home of the Clintons, where even the lawn jockeys are white. No, well, what about his own town of Rye? Remember what Latimer said initially? We cannot be there for every single person on this planet. But we cannot turn the blind eye either. We can't say you. Latimer says he's spoken to the county's legal advisor, who tells him even declaring a countywide state of emergency won't help. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has that final call. So he only has 400. 
He wants them. He actually is a county executive who says we want them. Uh, he was going to put him in Port Chester until I preemptively announced it. And then the state of Connecticut said, ho, 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 hold on a second. That's a hop, skip, and a jump away from us. Come on, Latimer. You want him? We'll send him to you. Right into Rye. Right into Larchmont. Right into Scarsdale. Right into Armonk. Right into Chappaqua. And then, of course, there's Kathy Sheehan. Uh, the foolish mayor in Albany who actually had a press conference outside of City Hall, downtown Albany, and said, send me your tired, send me your poor, Eric Adams. We're continuing to welcome um, uh, asylum seekers. We have asylum seekers that arrived in the city of Albany yesterday. We anticipate that there will be more that are coming. We are learning a lot, though, and hopefully we're getting to a place where we can really anticipate who is coming and ensure that we have uh, the resources here that are needed to augment the resources that are being provided by New York City to house these individuals. Oh, isn't that so nice? So send them to her. It's a town of like 98,000. They they don't even break 100,000. Come on. There's plenty of no-tell motels where the elected officials and their staff, uh, they fornicate, they copulate. You know, their battle cry is whatever happens north of Bear Mountain stays north of Bear Mountain. They gamble with the lobbyists. That's the way Teuton Tony Seminario and Weprin at the time, the speaker, that's how they used to get all gassed up with cash. The lobbyists would lose on purpose Tuesday nights in Albany. Hey, Albany wants them, send them. Albany County said it. They wanted them, too. They sent them to Rotterdam. They sent them to Colony. And now all of a sudden there's blowback because all of a sudden the illegal aliens aren't who Doc Go, the company that got... A $432 million no-bid contract from their friend Eric Adams, who's getting kickbacks for the friends of Eric Adams, that they lied. They lied to everyone in Rotterdam. They lied to everybody in Colony. And they lied to everyone in Erie County. That county executive who wanted as many illegal aliens from New York City as possible in Cheektowaga, he now says, no mas, no mas, no more. Eric Adams, you're lying. You're lying. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you have an opportunity to really support a great cause. Once again, it's the Tunnel to Tower Walk. Each of us here will have our teams, and uh, I'm assembling a team. Uh, My wife, Nancy, will be joining me, my son, Anthony. It's early in the morning. Mark it on your calendar, September 24th. Um, Look, I was at the very first rally, the second rally, the third rally, and then they told me, hey, Curtis, You can't give those speeches any longer at the beginning of the run and the walk. Hey, take those terrorists, put them on the Paradise Express, and zoom them up to Allah's side. I I get it. I got a little little too volatile there, Justin. But if you'd like to contribute to the annual Tunnel to Tower Foundation walk and run, please get a pad and pen, do so. Tell them you want to be on Team Sliwa with Curtis, Nancy, and Anthony. All you got to do is click this, and you'll see the picture and sign up on our team. And if you don't want my team, some other talk show host or hostess's team, uh, it's all one big familia in support of the Tunnel to Tower annual walk and run. WABCradio.com slash walk. Click on my picture, the picture of me, Nancy, and Anthony. That's WABCradio.com slash walk. And click on the Sliwa picture. 
Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Walk outside, ladies and gentlemen. It's a purple haze that has engulfed Gotham City. You smell the putrid smell of reefer everywhere, of weed, weed, and more weed. And you know what the response of uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan is? Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> what a goofball. At the U.S. Open, which brings a lot of dough into the city. I hate tennis, but I got to admit, it's a cash cow. The tennis players are saying the Court 17 smells like Snoop Dogg's living room. And it's not just limited to the U.S. Open. It's sacks in the subway, in restaurants, no matter where you go. It's the putrid smell of marijuana, weed everywhere. 2,000 illegal pop-up weed shops. What the hell has this mayor done ever since he beat me in the election? The next night he went on to Stephen Colbert and he told the nation, hey, come to New York City where you get marijuana. Remember he gave uh, Stephen Colbert a nickel and dime bag? What a doofus. Hey, on your birthday, wake up. Wake up, Eric Adams, because our city is in a purple haze because of you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 